Hello everybody, it's me Ross and welcome back to another edition of the Kings of Anglia Fan Social, your fourth serving of the Kings of Anglia podcast this week. We are treating you like queens, like kings. Hope you enjoy as ever. This week I'm joined by Dazza, Mark Beck, good old Ian from crew and Brad as we talk all things town. Dazza, welcome back to the show my friend. How are you? I saw you on Morecambe. You had two pies. How are they? Uh, hello, hello everyone. Good to see you again, Ross. Um, the pies were a bit of a letdown, to be honest. Oh. I, I had got really quite excited. I read all the stuff before, I, I, all the away guides, where to park and all that, and then outsprung award-winning pies. So there was talk of apple pies as long as as well as savoury. So that that's why I got in my head I'm going to have two pies. So uh, the chicken, leek, and ham uh, was good. And then uh, Liam went to the queue and got me a meat and potato, which we both had and was just basically potato pie. So, yeah, yeah, that that wasn't very good. So, um, yeah, and no apple pie. That was just a mythical lie. So, um, yeah, bit of a disappointment, disappointment, but, uh, you know, it's not like I go to games for just the food or anything. It's all about the football. <laughs> yeah, sometimes the, the, sometimes the food is actually better than the football on the pitch. But, um, but yeah. Was it Sheffield? Hmm. Yeah, definitely. Um, Mark Beck, welcome back to the show. I had a, I nicked one of your scampi in the away day pub. Um, sorry you about did. that. How are you? You did. Yeah, I'm good. I forgive you. I, I did let you have it. But um, yeah, no, did you say it's your fourth installment of the Kings podcast this week? You're going to have to start charging for that, I think. I oh, know, yeah. You know, I know. Good value for money, I think, anyway. But um, no, I'm good, mate. I finally got back from Morecambe. I didn't think it was going to happen because uh, we had a bit of an issue on the way home on the old blue action coach. We had a tyre blowout, which was quite interesting, a little bit scary. I chose this moment to do it just after we'd gone past the service exit, which was fantastic. But, um, yeah, no, looking forward to unpacking all the Ipswich Town news that's been going on for the last few, well, the whole month really, but this week alone as well. Yeah, it's never boring, never dull when Ipswich Town and definitely when you do away trips. Um, of course, we're back up to Lancashire this weekend. Um, the man that I have to thank the last few days because I've been living at his house due to my uh, girlfriend having to isolate. Um, Liam, how are you, my friend? And how was I as a lodger? Uh, you weren't too bad. Went too bad, although I've I've had to hoover the place up with some of the stuff on the floor. So um, yeah, th- just standard standard. Uh, lots of lots standard, of tissues. Or... No, 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 no. Luckily, not that. He better not. <laughs> not on my couch. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it was it was it it was fine. It was actually quite nice. It was, uh, and we had good pancakes on Tuesday, which. Uh, which was good, even though the first set was a bit anemic. <laughs> yeah, my fault. We're about, yeah, the, f- the first set were not good, but um, the second one was top notch. So um, thanks for that, Liam. Um, and we'll, of course, digest. Well, I keep saying digest. I don't know why. It's just the word I'm using at the moment. But uh, the final man that is joining us this week is Brad, who's just hanging on there with his internet. Hopefully, you're going to stay with us for the full show. How are you, my friends? It's been a while. It's always good to see you. Yes, thank you. Hopefully, I will be here for. A while, and hopefully I'm not too delayed. Uh, yes, that's, that's good to be back. 
uh, March already, which is good because it means it's going to warm up. But that's going to start getting towards those summer months soon. And then you don't have any football, do you? And especially us, we always finish our football in April, unless, unless this year we finish it in May, late May. Mm. Yeah. We, which will course. die first, Brad's internet or Ipswich's playoff hopes? <laughs> Stay tuned. <laughs> Stay tuned. We've got, an hour, we've got an hour show. Hope you enjoy it. Um, we're going to start off with um, looking back at the month of February um, and definitely the last week because I think they were last week was the week where we were going to decide if we can hit that promotion push um, because there were three winnable games, you know, Burton, Cheltenham and Morecambe. Uh, of course, we had MK Dons, Doncaster and Gillingham. So it was a, on paper, it was a pretty good month in terms of trying to get wins on the board, a lot of clean sheets. We actually got all clean sheets except from the Morecambe game. But Dazza, how would you reflect on, on February as a whole? Um, I think you were at one of the games, maybe? Or you were at another game? Yeah. Amateur! Amateur! You're muted. You're muted. You did. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were not an amateur. <laughs> I wondered what you were going on about. I thought you were just having like a fusion That is embarrassing. I, I just the peek, I just the peek behind the curtain there. I just secretly abuses us all. I, I've been, <laughs> I I got really like I've, I've got really like super prepared. So I've got a word document open on my screen with all my notes in, but then I couldn't see I was on mute. So that was. <laughs> Can you hear me say amateur? That is really bad. I'm on conference calls all day long. For the last two years, so that's that's un, unacceptable. Um, so what was pretty acceptable though was was our performance during February. I, you know, when you sort of, um, I know we've had a disappointing week in terms of not beating Cheltenham, not beating Morecambe, but when you look at the whole month, you know, we haven't lost a game. We played six games, three at home, three away, um, five clean sheets. And we've we've taken on average uh, two points a game, which is exactly what we need, you know, for promotion. So on the whole, um, a, a very good month. You know, five clean sheets out of six games is is amazing. Um, uh, just unfortunately, our strikers have, have stopped scoring at, at the very wrong time, haven't they? I just I was looking at where our goals had come from in February, and Burns has got two. And then Chaplin's got one, Backinson has got one, and Jackson and Selina. And and that's it. So um, if we can just click and they can just find form and they can knock one in off their arse, then, then we'll be away. But uh, um, on the whole, uh, you know, two points a game gets you promotion. But obviously, as we all know, we're not, we need to outscore that now between now and the rest of the season. So, um I'm not too down about it at all because you know we're anyone who's been at the games, you can see how well we're playing. We totally dominate games, and we're not we're not dominating games like we we have done in the past, where it's just possession, just to have possession. You know we're pulling teams all over the place, left and right, and up and down, and uh, it, you know we're creating chances, just people aren't scoring. So, um, yeah, on, yeah. That's that's my thoughts on February. Anyway, it was pretty. It was very good. It was very good. Could have been uh, just amazing if we'd have beaten Cheltenham and uh, and Morecambe. 
then that would have just been an insane month, really. But um, on the whole, still very good. Is that was that so boring no. that everyone's fallen asleep? <laughs> no, you you, fr- you froze for a second. I don't know if it's just me, but no, I, no, that was that was me just like finishing and giving you like a I've finished now. You can take over, Ross. As the you host. digest that. That was that was <laughs> digest that. I digest <laughs> yeah. that very much. So I don't die. I digest. That. I don't know what I'm talking about. Mark February. Um, a lot of clean sheets, but not many goals. Um, how would you reflect on on the month? Um, again, probably echoing. Daz's thoughts there. It was good, but sadly, because of previous events of this season, it's not good enough, really. Um, we need a little bit more, and I think it's generally the tale of the season. I think we are, well, we're more consistent than we were, but it's still those inconsistent performances and being able to grab a result is still there. Um, and I think it's probably borders between, I think you've got to look at it as, is it being, is it we're not good enough or has it been some bad luck? And it's probably somewhere in between. I think at times, our, definitely our forward line has not been good enough. We've been creating so many chances, but not been able to put them away. And that's been a case at other games where you just think, Christ, how have we not got a result there? It's because we haven't been able to take our chances. Plymouth away still was burned into my head that we should have got something from that, that game, the amount of chances we had in that second half. And it's still sort of rearing its head now, but I think if it hadn't been for two really good goalkeeping performances from Cheltenham and uh, Morecambe, then we probably would have had six points there. There's two, I can think of two, you know, match saving saves for both keepers in those games, which ultimately got both their teams a point in the end. And yeah, and it's it's frustrating, but I don't think it should be all dim and gloom. I think a lot of people have seen that we've stumbled against teams that we should on paper, be beaten. But it's just the, the tale of this season. We've probably left ourselves with too much to do. And when you look at it, we've got three points from four games against Cheltenham and Morecambe. No disrespect to those sides, but you expect at least one win in one of those. And unfortunately, we haven't been able to do that. So, um, yeah, it's, it's frustrating, it was, but it's not, not a bad month in any way, shape or form. It's just not quite good enough to get us where we need to be. I've said as always. Um, over to you then, Liam. Um, I'm sure you're going to echo what Dazza and Mark has had to say, but I think the saving grace for us is that we've been able to keep the clean sheets, but just uh, we took those chances against Cheltenham, Morecambe, Doncaster. Of course, Gillingham, we started the month with the Gillingham game, which was not a good watch, but um, reflections. Um, well, Mark's kind of taken it uh, completely off my tongue. I was basically going to say, Exactly what he said uh, in the fact that it has been a good month, but the narrative of the season is set from the start of the season. And I would say um, we said that we should probably need um, about 15 point or close to the 15 point mark from the next five games after MK Dons. And obviously, we've now dropped two points in that run. Uh, we've still got another two games uh, to go in that five-game run. But um, it was t- the frustration is it was two games that we, we dominated from start to finish. And we didn't 
we didn't have the chances. I thought it actually, I thought it had all turned with that Gillingham game at the start of the month because we didn't play well. We didn't create a lot. And Gillingham actually probably were unlucky not to sneak it. They hit the post and, and put a bit of pressure on the second half. And we came up with a goal and managed to find that that moment to win the game. But the, the Cheltenham and um, uh, Morecambe results, just taking us back to where we were a few months ago, where we were dominating games in in had a real uh, security about the way we were playing. But we would then, as soon as we give up a chance, they potentially would take it. And we haven't taken ours and we've lost it. Um, Mark has spoken about Plymouth, but I remember Sunderland. And we dominated that game, especially the first half at Sunderland. And we could have had at least two goals in that first half. And we didn't take anything. And then, of course, second half, we we ended up obviously losing the game. So, <laughs> slightly frustrating. And as Mark says, maybe we, we've left ourselves a bit too much to do. But we are still on that two points and average at the moment. Um, and look, we, we've got 11 games to go and we'll talk about it later. It, it's still, I, I would say at the moment, it's more... Mission improbable than mission impossible. Well done, Liam. That was good. Well done. I enjoyed that. Enjoyed that. Um, Brad, over to you uh, to round off the February as a month. And also, I'll let you also segue into your player of the month. Well, of course, Wolfen has won it for the vote online and stuff, but it's always good to have your take on player month. And any other men- players you want to mention, but February as a month, your thoughts? Yeah, well, it was an unbeaten month, uh, so it was a good month, really, wasn't it? Um, all those clean sheets. Um, but it's just just a shame that, like 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 you guys have said, it just doesn't seem gonna, it's going to be good enough. Um, it seems like every time we we go on a win and run, as such, well, win and run two two wins in a row, we seem to not really get any closer. <laughs> and then the, the minute we sort of have a bad result, or like like Saturday, we seem to fall right away again. It's just but the lead is crazy this year. I know we're all looking at that 75-point mark, but for me, that's going to be higher than that. It's going to be 78, probably, because I've looked at the remaining fixtures, and that's going to be expected, the teams above us, to go on really poor runs of poor runs of form for us to be able to get up there. So I know we've got to play a few of them, so hopefully we'll come on to that. Hopefully we will take a few points off them. But um, we're improving all the time. I think that's, that's the main positive that I'll take from it. We, when he came in his first game, we beat Wickham, didn't we? And we had a pretty decent January, a couple of losses. And now he's had an unbeaten month in February and we're, we're improving all the time on the pitch. Um, but my God, if just a, a few of those chances that we've had over these last couple of games, like big, big chances, not even like small chances, should be taken at least one of them. And this will be a diff- different story us sitting here. Uh, we'd, we'd be talking about we're going into the weekend with only a couple of points of playoffs, but that is it, isn't it? That's football. Um, so, yeah, and I, I'd say with my player of the month, I'd probably go for Walton because of his clean sheets. I, I know Wolfenden has played well, who got player of the month, but for me, I think Wolfenden's getting quite a nice ride at the minute. He's in that middle of the back three. Um, he doesn't really ever get 
challenged as a whole. Stockton couldn't really actually get the ball at the weekend. Um, so I like, I like, I do like Wolfie, but I don't rate him as highly as what other people do. I just, I don't see it for me. But, but yeah, it's, it's got to go to either somebody in that defence or the goalkeeper because of the clean sheet record. Um, yeah, the, the game, the games that I've seen live over the last month, Wolfie is covering for a lot of mistakes from Edmondson. So Anderson's mm. not in amazing form at the minute, and um, Wolfie's just been cleaning up and just you know taking the ball off the attacker's toes when Edmondson's you know misplaced it. Danassian is class, isn't he? You know he's absolutely fantastic. But yeah, Wolfie he's doing quite a nice little job of, of like sweeping up after after everyone else yeah. at the minute as well. Yeah. Well, oh, Gaza, go ahead. Do you want to? Do you want to? Is is Wolfie as your player of the month here? Yeah, I, I, I it was I was tossed up between him and Walton, really, because um, like you say, you know, Walton's kept all these clean sheets. It uh, on Saturday, I don't think he had to do very much at all. But in the games before then, there's been at least one or two, you know, points winning saves that he's made, and that's what goalkeepers do. You know, they they're good goalkeepers anyway. So. Um, yeah, no, he's he's fantastic. I'm got a bit of man crush on on Christopher, Christian Walton actually. Okay, if I'm brave know. enough, if I'm brave enough, I'm going to hang around after the game on Saturday and see if I can get a selfie with him. But I'm, he's good friends of Mike. He, I don't know. They've got a little friendship going. I don't know how it's sparked. I think. Yeah, yeah they do. I mean, understandably, but I, yeah. I think they've. Um, I think he recognised him. From taking the pictures, like he okay. I, and uh, yeah, he said Walton's like stopped to talk to him like during when he's warming up sometimes. So also a bit weird. So yeah, there might be an inroad there for you. I'll try. Oh, I'll, right. I'll speak to Mike. Ooh, I better do me hair. Get ready. <laughs> Mike, Mike, Mike can take the picture for you. There we oh, go. There you go. Yeah, that's a double bonus. Uh, you're, you're in photographer. Um, Mark, are you going to chuck in another name or are you going to follow? Um, I think Brad and Daz have summed it up quite well. If you, you can't really argue against five clean sheets. Yes, some of the teams haven't been particularly potent going forward, but they've still looked rock solid and really sort of enabled us to, to have a good foothold in the game and not really had anything to worry about. Um, I think Walton has definitely got a, a foot in the race I know obviously the race has already won but I think uh, Walton definitely had a shout I, I think MK Dons he was pivotal in us getting that point there um, a game where I don't think either team really looked like winning but MK had the better chances and he was actually forced to make some really good saves in that game um, and like Daz has said it's that's exactly what you want from a keeper especially when you are expected to be the team that's always going to be playing on the front foot and have most of the ball there's going to be times where teams will break and get that one chance to to steal a result and that's where you need your goalkeeper to come up trumps and I think that's probably where Ladke at the start of the season was struggling whereas we're probably in the same position where we were pretty much dominating teams as well but we were so open at the back and sadly for Ladke he'd Sometimes he was left exposed and other times he didn't cover himself in any glory. And ultimately, that's what lost us a lot of points at the start of the season. Um, But I'd probably have to say uh, Wolfenden as well. As much as I love Fridge, um, he's probably not had his best, well, probably not the best year at the start of the year. I think his best form was probably before Christmas. Maybe he's had a little bit too much turkey or 
or whatnot. But, um, you know, the games have become thick and fast. He obviously started with injury and was seemingly, you know, he was undroppable and had been tremendous. They probably has caught up with him a little bit. Um, but no, I, I think Wolfenden has been a, a great sort of shield for both sides. I think the national is as well as needed Wolfenden to step in at times and he's done that really, really well. Well said. Um, and Liam, I already know who you're going to pick, but um, do you want to chuck any other names out there as well? Um, it's really difficult, really, because I think you can only really look at anyone in that back five, to be honest. You, you can't you can't really look anywhere else in the pitch. We've spoken about our slight troubles all of a sudden with scoring goals. So, um, and the fact that we've had so many clean sheets, it was always going to be someone from there. I think Wolfie's been brilliant this month, as as people have said. He's he's covered um, a lot of mistakes made by mainly Fridge, but um, a few others. Uh, I mean, Danassian made a slight error on Saturday, I, I remember, at one point. And Wolfie was there to, to clean it up. Um, it's difficult to really find any other players, really, other than those two. Walton, this month, he is just quality, isn't he, for this level. He, he is a keeper that you can really rely on um, to make those big big saves. And, and obviously, again... When we look forward, we've got a lot of big games coming up. He's going to be absolutely vital, I think, in in those matches. The only the only other play probably give is is maybe Burns because he's he scored a few goals. But I think um, the game against Cheltenham may have uh, taken uh, that away from him, uh, seeing as though uh, he missed a couple of absolute sitters. Okay then, February done. Player of the month done. We have a little pause here for the strike. Five questions, a tiebreaker. Dazza, Mark, Liam, Brad, face off. Who is going to win? Limbart boys. Mark's already said he's done some research, done some revision. So you've got to win, mate. You've got to win pretty much. I, I have. I've put no pressure. No pressure. No pressure. Okay, then. Let's start off then with the first question. And it is on Ellis Harrison. Of course, now plays up front for Fleetwood Town. He signed for them in January from Pompey. How many games did he play for Town? Uh, closest to the correct point gets the point. And if you get it bang on, got new rules. If you get bang on, you get two points. Cool. So um, yeah. two points up for grabs. So I'm gonna he didn't play as many as he was injured, that's for sure. Yeah. One uh, goal he scored for the club. I'm trying to think who it was against. Can someone? Sheffield United. That was an absolute Ooh. banger as well. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was at home, weren't it? Yeah. Yeah. At home. Um, how many games did he play? It was one season, wasn't it? One um, season. Um, are we shouting out or not? No, you can shout. Sh- right, Brad's gone 21. You can shout if you want. 17. 17. Oh, I said okay. 17 as well. 12. 12. 12. Well, two of you are bang on. Oh, no. It's obvious it's Dazza and, and, and Mark. So, so oh, so revision, two, revision. Two. Yes. It works. Guess work. Does work. Does work. So two two. Remember that. Wait for Mark. Wait for Mark to say his answer. (laughs) (laughs) No, you can't change it. You can't change it. I will. I'll wait for everyone to um, (laughs) tell me their answer. Uh, Of course, ladies and gentlemen, play at home. If you're watching on video, you'll see the questions on the screen. Let us know how you get on. Question two is on Toto Enciala. 
Um, he has won one cap for his country, but for who? There is options. Do not worry. Was it Angola, DR Congo, or Zimbabwe? And I think Mark knows it straight away. He's confident. He knows. Hang on. I think it's the Democratic Republic of Congo. It is. That's the full name. I was going to say that, but I just didn't want to butcher it. So, uh, Congo. 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 You're all right. So, a point each. So, it's 3 3 1 1. Question three is on Wesley Burns. Of course, he signed for town from Fleetwood. How many goals did he score for Fleetwood in 176 games? And if you get it bang on, you get two points. See, this is Once the again, sort of stuff that Mark should have revised. I did done. revise this. I don't know revise. if it's. I think it might be right. If Ross is going by Wikipedia or or a different website, because that's what's going to be the decider, isn't it? Well, I just did Wikipedia. All competitions, all competitions as well. Okay. So, so maybe that tricks your mark a little bit. I don't know. I did do both. How many games did he play? A hundred and what? Seventy-six. It's on the screen, mate. That's on the screen, Liam. <laughs> oh, yeah, of I'll course. Go, I'll go 25. <laughs> 25 goals, okay. Mark? 23. I've gone 35. I've gone 29. 29. Well, obviously, Mark is right. Two points for Mark. It is 23. Yeah. <laughs> so... Pretty Maybe much, I should have revised for all my exams at school. I might have done quite well. Possibly. Um, I, I, so Mark... I, I, I think the Toto question should have been how many penalties has he conceded in his career? I bet Mark <laughs> yeah. wouldn't have known that. Too many. Too, too many. many. Too many. Too many. So Mark <laughs> is currently 6-3-1-1. Question four is on Bam Bam Richard Naylor. It was his oh, birthday on the 28th of Feb. Did you do revision for this? No. Okay, uh, he is currently working at which club's academy? I've got three options, do not worry. Is it Huddersfield Town, Barnsley or Hull City? Huddersfield, Barnsley or Hull? Richard Naylor. Trying to think. Hull City. Hull. Hull City. Hull City. I haven't written down my answer yet. It's fine. They could be wrong. Is he from Leeds? Is he from Leeds, Richard Naylor? I think he is. Yeah, he's born from Leeds. He played for Leeds, of course. Well, I just, in the spirit of trying to win, I need to say something different. So I'm okay. going to say Barnsley. I'll, I'll okay. say Huddersfield. I'll say Huddersfield. Uh, it's, it's Hull. So Mark makes it seven. <laughs> Liam's got two. Um, <laughs> question five. At this at this state, it, Mark has one, but um, we will still continue. I've got two other questions. Uh, question been, five. It's been really enjoyable. <laughs> right. I'll have to, I'll have to, I'll have to switch up my questions. I won't do questions at all about Fleetwood and stuff. Um, like question like five. I choose yeah, set yeah, pretty much. Um, it's it was also Darren Ambrose. Well, he has a leap year birthday. Um, of course, this year he, he had to celebrate it on twenty eighth for the first because of course he's born on the twenty ninth Feb. Um, but he had a loan spell in which country while he was at? Bur- oh my god! <laughs> no, you can't close it. <laughs> <laughs> what have you done there? Is it Greece, by the what? way? What have you done? Is, 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 is the answer the Greece, Ross? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, bugger. Um, the question was, 
it loads about which country, um, Greece, Belgium, or Cyprus. Um, and yeah, um, um do you want a spare question? Is it Greece right? by any chance? No, I don't. But I'd probably get it right if I tell you the question. So I no, I do have a tiebreaker. I, I do have a tiebreaker. It's fine. Um, like Mark's won anyway, so it doesn't matter. Um, but yeah, that was a, a standard Ross thing. Don't know why I didn't take away the <laughs> options. Um, but whatever. Uh, but yeah, tiebreaker is on Aaron Lee Barrett. He also celebrated his birthday on the twenty eighth. Um, how many clean sheets did he keep in thirty eight games for Town? Now, Mark, are you going to gamble? Are you going to gamble? Are you going to let someone, if they get it spot on, win? Or you can share it, like last week. We, we, Chris and... Well, I, I don't think Mark has revised this, has it? I can't no. imagine this no. revision. So, about... I'd, I'd, say si- I'd say six. Under Roy Keane. Paul Jordan. Yeah. I'd go... I'd go yeah. So seven, two sevens, six, six. and eight. You keep none. I'm gonna, gonna, gonna tension it up. I'm gonna, do, I'm gonna be Davina. Good old Davina. Is it, is it Davina? She used to do that. No, what's what's the famous thing? On X Factor, I don't know. I don't know what I'm talking about. It's uh, it's nine. It's nine. It's nine. Um, so Mark still wins. So yeah. Was that like last question wins? Was that how you were doing it? No, no, whoever. Mark, 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 Ga- <laughs> if Mark you got gambled, it spot on, you win. You win. Yeah. Um, uh, no one got it. Brad was close. He was so close. Well done, um, Mark. Very impressive. Well done. Revision. Good revision. So for future reference, um, I will have to not do questions also, on the team. I again. also revised the capacity of Fleetwood's ground, which I think was 5,237. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, that, that, that sounds impressive, but I could be making that up for you now. There's like 160 uh, away fans in the end terrace. There you go. See, that's yeah. just knowledge. Um, that's not even revision. Yeah. <laughs> I should what have said, like, oh, when Joe, was the stadium built or something? Joe Garner's goals for us. I think he got yeah. 10. Yeah. And, they, and they sell Holland's pies at, uh, at Fleetwood. Yeah. Yes. Follow uh, Dazza's uh, other account. A pie, a pie review, Dazza. High review. Do they, they sell cod? No, they, they don't. Yeah. Oh, they, your, your intro, Ross, has got to be you sampling a bit of cod. It's got to be. I'm I spoke to um, FTFC Nappers, who's their, their big YouTuber. Apparently, yeah. they don't um, sell a lot. They export a lot of their cod. So they a lot of the fish shops only sell haddock, apparently. I like him. He's funny. I like him. That yeah. Guy, that kid. Yeah, yeah he's quite good, isn't he? Yeah, he's good. I'm not. Um, I'm actually in Fleetwood this weekend. I'm, I'm away, so um, I'm yeah. I know. We're gonna win eight nil. I'm not there either. To be fair, you're gonna you're gonna win big now. If if they do win big, then I'm not allowed yeah, to go. I'm not going um, either. <laughs> so, um, but um, that does lead into our next feature for the podcast. Um, and of course, looking at the March fixtures. Um, of course, starting with Fleetwood. Um, gonna bring them up on the screen. So we've got Fleetwood, Lincoln, Pompey. Oxford and Plymouth, of course, free home games. Dazza, how are you feeling for this month? Um, on paper, it ends difficult, um, but what do you reckon? 15 points I, off the grabs. Just to give you a quick overview then, I kind of put listed them out, put my expectations in, and I'm saying we're going to get 10 points out of 15. Um, 
which is probably not enough to get us in the top six by the end of March. But that, you know, that's 10 points from the next 15 is three wins and a draw and a loss, which again, isn't too bad, but um, is it going to be enough? You know, and that's still the two point thing, but um, a lot of this, us making the playoffs, you know, totally depends on the form of the teams above us as well as us doing well. If they carry on just cocking up and dropping points and losing games and drawing games, then um, then we've got a chance. Then we have a chance. But um, yeah, so I'm, I'm saying, do you want to know each of individual, individual one? I think we're going to win the next three. I'm confident. Um, and then I'm not so confident about where Oxford. I think we might lose that. And then perhaps a draw at home to Plymouth. Um, but I think we'll squeak wins in the next three. What okay, well, um, we'll ends um, this feature on the big picture on your playoff hopes and if you think we can get in there. Um, but for that, Mark, 15 points up for grabs. How many are we going to get and any key games there you really want to talk about? I think you've got to look at, at um, the teams that are up there around us. So those final three, particularly with two at home, you've got to be targeting at least two wins. If you can stay unbeaten with a draw in there as well in the third, then that would be fantastic. Obviously, winning all three is the dream, but I think this is the problem. We Probably most of us are looking ahead to Pompey, Oxford, Plymouth. It's when we ignore the likes of Fleetwood and Lincoln is probably where we come unstuck. Um, it's just going to be one of those, as much as it is a football cliche, you've got to take it one game at a time. Um, but yeah, as Daza said, it, as much as we have to maintain this form, so do other teams around us. Um, teams above us have started to stumble a little bit. I think Sunderland, apart from their, I think they got a good result at the weekend against Wigan, but they've been on jittery form. Um, Wickham, yeah. who I do hope also falter because I can't stand Wickham. And I'm glad yeah, we think, did do the double over them. I think Plymouth have lost the last two as well, I think. Yeah. So there's, so there's teams above us um, that also are, you know, are fluctuating in form. Um, Sheffield Wednesday are probably the most informed team up there that we've got to worry about, I'd say, who are directly competing with us. There's obviously teams above them who are out of the way. We need to just focus on trying as much as we can to get sick. But I'd probably go Dazza. I think you'd probably be unrealistic to go for another fully unbeaten month. We are a League One club. We are going to have a, a bad day at the office at some point but we also probably are I think between now and the end of the season we are probably going to see another four goal victory or more I think we're, we've got that in our locker I'd love to see it against Oxford because Carl Robinson's a dirty scouser um, <laughs> or I'd like to see it against Pompey because that's probably as much as it was a different manager it's probably my favourite game of the season that Pompey away game I'd love to see it happen again Um but no, I'll probably go along with Dazza, probably 10. Anything better than 10, I think, is a dream, really. Definitely. And um, Liam, my big thing is we need to win against Fleetwood because at the moment we've got back-to-back draws. So we need to get back to winning ways, really. Um, how many points do you reckon we can get in March? Um, well, I mean, we can win them all, but <laughs> I don't see us doing that. Um Definitely not. We haven't been consistent enough to do it. Um, games and how 
sure that we win um, or we at least we at least get four points out of those first two matches, if not six. I have a sneaking suspicion, though, that we might struggle at Fleetwood because the pitch, it, from what I've seen, looks absolutely dire. Um, and I know Stu's mentioned about Morecambe's pitch wasn't great. I didn't think it looked as bad as what Stu has made out compared to what I've seen of the pitch at Fleetwood um, on some of the past games that have been played there this month. I think MK Dons were were there earlier in the month and seeing that on Sky, um, it looked like a complete quagmire, to basically. So it doesn't sound like it's in a very, very um, fit shape, to be honest. So it is definitely a place I could probably see as not getting a result. But I think I, I think though we could go unbeaten. I think we could sneak a point at Oxford. I think that will be the toughest game we've got. Um, I think Pompey and Plymouth will be difficult, but they're at home. Home form's been really good. Um, only two defeats all season. It's the amount of draws we've had which have kind of cost us a little bit. Um, so the... The, the the two the two games against Plymouth and, and Pompey, I, I I think we've got a good chance of winning them. Oxford away though, they've been pretty good at home. Um and they've got a pretty similar record to us, I think, in fact, that uh, that they've only lost only a couple, I think, at home this season. So that's gonna be a really tough game. And we know what Oxford are gonna be like. They're gonna be very obdurate. Well, they're going to be in our faces and they do have what they've shown enough quality to um, to basically stick around. And if they get a chance, they've got enough quality to take it. So it's going to be a difficult, difficult game, that one. Um, but let, let, let's say I'm going to go with um, 11 points, I think. I think we'll get two draws in there. Um, I think we'll I think we will draw with Fleetwood. I'll just double yes, quickly. Yes, then. Ross. Count right. it up. <laughs> Count it up. Count it up. Um, I think we may get, we may, again, third draw on the bounce, which isn't what we need. Um, but I just have a feeling, because um, I said that about Morecambe last month, tight little ground, not a great pitch. It's got the remedies of somewhere slipping up. But then we played really well against Morecambe and should have, been out of sight, so who knows? Lincoln, I think we'll win. Pompey, like at... for the year, that would be great. Um, we could beat Plymouth. Um, I, the game was fairly even in the last game we played, um, and we had enough chances in the early part of that game to again be out of sight and had we not conceded right on half time, I, I'm not sure Plymouth would have gone on to win that game. So it's it's really that Oxford one, but I kind of veer in between a draw and a defeat, but I'm going to be optimistic and say a draw. So 11 points, but I'm not sure even that's going to be enough. We shall see. We shall see indeed. So Brad, over to you, um, the final man to predict. Are you going to go 15 points? Why not? No, he's not. No, no I'm no. afraid not. No, I'm afraid not. No, uh, 10 points, same as Dazza. Um, I've gone for a win Saturday. I've gone for a win Tuesday night. 
Uh, draw against Pompey, Oxford loss, and Plymouth win. Um, I, I think if we're going to do it now, you've got to start going for like three in a row. And we haven't done that all season. We're most, we're, we've only run two in a row a few times, haven't we? Um, I just I don't really see us going on and winning three in a row now in any any sort of sequence of games. Um, we, we're getting better. And I think we're going to get even better, but we're just not there yet. It's just not our time. Um, but so sorry to put it down on the on the podcast, but but yeah, <laughs> it's fine. Um, mate. It's fine. I just think this just slightly out of reach, but still, it, it does keep up the two the two points per game um, with, with it being ten points. But I just just that that's a terrible start we had into that terrible start where we were what third bottom, three points from seven games or something. Just has killed us. So. Yeah. yeah, I think it'd be interesting. Let's say we win the next three games and we get nine points um, and the teams above us don't do so well and we close it to like two points or one point or something. I think then that we'll then see are these how big the balls are on our players. You know, are they going to like take that opportunity and take that pressure and go to the next game and win? Or like we have done so many times in the past, are they going to like think, choke? Do you think that's what's happened? Do you think that's crept in the last couple of games where we have got closer to the playoffs, where that pressure has just suddenly sort of been on the players? Where oh, actually, yeah, we maybe. could do this, and it's yeah. just sort of like put, put it on their shoulders a little bit more. Yeah, I mean they don't look like they're playing like that. You know, certainly at Morecambe on Saturday, they didn't. It didn't look yeah. nervy or anything. It was just you know, Bond. Well, I saw it's the replay, blunt, isn't it? Yeah, they're already playing in McKenna's just a lack of the clinical edge. Yeah, they're, they're already so calm and they, they play with their heads, don't they? They're already in McKenna's image, but it's just God, it's just got to finish up chances. Foreign blanks. I, 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 I think the positive, though, I think that I mean, those last four three games are, are tough. And they are tough, but I, I could see us winning those three games if we carry on performing the way we're playing. We've just got to find someone who, as Daz has said earlier on, just got to get it off someone's backside and into the goal and, and just somehow get a goal from somewhere. But it, 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 you just don't know where it's coming from at the moment. I mean, Burns has been scoring the goals. It but, literally needs to hit one's backside, doesn't it, to go in? Because he couldn't get any closer to the goal. <laughs> Yeah, so, well, he, he missed that sitter on Saturday, which I'm, I'm, I'm still just can't. <laughs> I just still can't get out of my head. All he has to do is lift that, and he scores, and he's, he's just no composure. I think the head, the head, the header looked easier. I mean, we were down yeah. the other end, so you can never tell the angles and how far out and stuff, can you, when you're at the other end? But watch it on the replay. He just had to hit the target, and mm. and he yeah. puts it wide. So. Um, you never know. It might all click, yeah. and hopefully, it does all sort of click on on Saturday. And every cross finds someone's foot. You know, someone heads it in. Someone we might. I hope you're all sitting. We might even score from a corner. You never know. Have we, Bloody have hell! We season? I feel like we have. Actually, yes, we have Bond through through. Yeah, but that must Bond, be one of the only ones. Bond scored a yeah. header, didn't he? At home. I can't remember who it was against, but I'm, and a, a big kind of glancing Shrewsbury, wasn't it? it was Shrewsbury, wasn't it? Yeah. But the rest of the, our corners are 
a poor. Dreadful. Yeah. Dreadful. But, I mean, positively, I mean, it's all this narrative again of the start of the season. If we don't go up this season, but we carry on playing the way we are, we're going to be in great shape going into next season. I'd like like to see what our chances are going into the start of next season if we uh, add a yeah. few extra pieces to the jigsaw. I can imagine that we'll be sitting and having a different conversation at this time in next season because uh, yeah, I, I think we're... I was just going to say, I, I haven't seen the, the, the table. Uh, I know it looked very impressive. Uh, when you look at the table after McKenna's come in, when he'd won seven out of nine or whatever the number was, you know, we we was, I don't think we ever got to first, but we were second or third in the form table over, mm-hmm. you know, a good amount of games. And like Liam um, said, if this all kicks off from next season, I mean, I mean, and how good is McKenna? How good is he? I, I, I was really hopeful and excited when he joined, but I didn't expect him to be this good. He's, it's just so good to, I watched all his interviews before the match, after the game. I always learn something about, at what is what is sin in the game and what we had to change and why he changed this and uh, I can't I can't remember not, the last not habits and... was it habits attitude and culture is that what Cook used to say have was it have or oh, something something some manager spiel isn't it yeah he is right about the inconsistent we are consistently inconsistent oh, you got Jesus. to give Cook credit times, for that how many times did he say that that was just yeah but. To Cook's credit, he could he could see what was wrong, but I just don't think he had the now or ability to change it. Like you could, he was saying the right things, whether he meant them is a different thing. But he could see what was wrong at times. But um, he would he just he didn't would, do anything about it. He would break the game down like we do. You know, he yeah. was. We didn't. You know, he didn't. McKenna is looking at it just in the from a footballing point of view and there's what I get from him as well. There's absolutely no doubt he wants to win. There, yeah, there's, yeah. you know, he's a quietly spoken man, but he's, you know, mm. you, you wouldn't fuck with him. I don't think, you know, you, you're going to. No. We are <laughs> improving. Well, we, we are improving. Whereas with Cook, uh, it was a case of he'd say all this after the game and then he'd, you'd get the same performance for next game. And then yeah. he'd say it again. Whereas with McKenna, it's, it's evolving every game, isn't it? We, we absolutely battered more than Man Cheltenham. I, I, I did watch the game while I follow. Yeah. Um, we absolutely battered Morecambe, and we should have won that 4-5. Where in the past, yeah, we've had line share possession and that, but not really been threatening, like under Lambert, for instance. But we, we are actually having five or six big chances a game to win these games. Yeah. So I'm not, I'm not worried at all. I still think it's a little bit unbalanced. I still... Would like the left and left hand side sorted out a little bit because I'd like the same on that left hand side where Danassi support Burton's. I'd like that with somebody supporting the left wing back. So uh, I'd like to see that in the summer, that little bit of rigid. But um, we're still creating the chances that we do, and we're, we're right side at the back, dominate games. So, I mean, and also because I have been watching a bit online recently, not been able to go to games, I've been watching the home commentary, and every single one of them is saying, Every time, what a great side Ipswich are. They're, we're definitely one of the best sides we've had this year. And that's, that's refreshing to hear after so many years of <laughs> us turning up and then being, being like, oh, Ipswich are in a false position, aren't they? So it's, it's nice to hear teams actually being appreciative of how good, how well we've been playing. 
Yeah. Yeah, that used to wind... You know, the season we got relegated from the Premier League, other teams used to say that a lot as well. They used to say, oh, they're such a good team. They played so well. They'll be they'll be fine. They'll they'll stay up, and, <laughs> and then we'd lose, and then we lose, and we'd lose, and we'd lose. So, um, uh, yeah. I don't know what my point. Are we going to do it? Then? Are we going to make playoffs? Yes or no? Yeah, that's the question. I was going to drop to everybody um, bluntly. Are we going to do it, Dada? I'll let you go first. Predictions for Saturday? No playoffs. Uh, are we going to do it? Playoffs. Are we going to are we going to make playoffs? Um. Yes. Well, he shakes his head no um, it's, it's fine I think a lot of people are like oh, I don't know because we're playing well but uh, it's the hope that kills you and all that um, Mark what do you reckon um, no, no I don't think we will unfortunately I think something I've said quite a lot in, in our Kings of Anglia chat is without a consistent goal scorer you, you won't be up there um, we've been very lucky um, the, the players that we have got it behind the strikers have contributed far more than most have in the last oh, God knows when. You know, you've got the likes of Burns, Selena and Chaplin. You guarantee like winning a three game spell, probably at least two of them will have scored in one of the three games. Um but without that striker, two of which we know from the two previous seasons, probably for whatever reason aren't quite at the standard that you need. Joe Piggott, David's favourite man at the minute. Um, he's, I, I feel sorry for Piggott uh, as much as he's going to, he gets a lot of stick. Um, he has, I still don't think he's had a real run of games um, compared to some of the other strikers. And then Macaulay Bond, I think he does a lot of off the ball work, which gets underappreciated, but he is the one who's, getting in the positions, which we can't slate him for. He's getting in the positions. It's just not falling right for him. He's not taking his chances at the minute. So without a consistent striker, I don't think we're going to have enough. I don't think we'll lose many games, but we probably will stumble a few times like we did the last two games on results that we really needed to get over the line. Um, But next season, who knows? Um, And sort of going back to McKenna a little bit, I think, if I'm to criticise him, I think it, there is a little bit to do with the strikers. I think strikers are probably a position where you do need to run a games and maybe it, he, he feels that all four aren't really good enough as, as it is. We, we don't know, but um, I'd like to see someone get more of a consistent run. I, I guess it's the counter argument to that is that he, he changes it pre opposition and at times that has worked really well. But yeah, um, consistency does help a striker, but as for McKenna, I think he'll address that in the summer. Um, and like the guys were just saying about McKenna, I think this is probably going to upset a few Ipswich fans, but McKenna will not be Ipswich Town Manager for very long because he's not. that's not his dream job, is it? Let's be honest. As much as it's our dream job to be Ipswich Manager, he's, his sights are much higher than Ipswich Town and he'll do the best job he can and get his, his you know good notch on his CV um, and then move on to bigger and better things I'm sure but if he can get us to the championship bloody good good effort and I'll shake his hand gladly for that definitely and what I'm feeling like at the moment it's just weird feeling because normally last two seasons we've started the season off well and then we've ended the season 
poorly, dr- dreadfully. Like Paul Cook came in and, well, that form was dreadful. But now we're actually going to end the season on a high, hopefully. Um, Liam, you're normally a positive man. Are you going to be that man to go, yeah, we're going to do it? Um, head says no. Heart says yes. <laughs> that, as I said earlier, when I said it's it's mission improbable rather than impossible, it, it's, it's still there. It is still very much there. And your whole um, The Season's Dead, um, I think, was very premature because the Shuts season isn't soon. dead. Shuts on sale soon. <laughs> <laughs> the season isn't dead, but I just think we probably have left ourselves a little bit too much to do. So although I'm, I'm, I, I'm still being optimistic that we will take our place in those four teams in May and hopefully get to Wembley on the 21st of May, um, I think we might just miss out. But we shall see. But with McKenna, I, I, I think he's been brilliant. The tax, tactical flexibility is what I like about him. And we, we were talking about Cook earlier. Cook knew what the problems were, but he's so wedded to that formation that he wouldn't change it. And even when he didn't have the personnel to play it properly, it still had to be that formation. It, it was my way or the highway, basically. Um, whereas McKenna, okay, he hasn't changed things yet. He hasn't played um, a huge amount different from the three at the back since he's come in. But I can imagine that he he is looking at other, other ways of playing. Um, but like Mark says, I think a lack of a striker who's in good form or who we can rely on to get goals is going to be the issue. Um, I don't like Norwood playing on the left. He has to play down the centre for me. And if you're going to play with Bonn and you're going to play this kind of free up front, I think Bonn has to play that that role on the left because I think he's better in the channels compared to Norwood, who I think is more of that central player. Otherwise, you play Jackson. Um, but I didn't agree with Jackson starting against Cheltenham as the lone striker. I didn't think that was the right the right move. I think he should have played after his great performance against Burton, but we should have had a central striker playing and Jackson playing off the left as he did against Burton. May not have got as much space as he did against Burton, but playing him as the lone striker when there was no space was like, well... That the, it, it was difficult for him to get into the game. And he won quite a few flick-ons, to be fair, but there's no one with his attribute of pace to run in behind. So it's um, so that was a slight... Well, if we make it, great chance of, of winning the playoffs if we get in. But if not, then uh, roll on next season because I think it could be quite exciting. I think it will be. Um, Brad, have you just put your glasses on or have I just not been paying attention? You look sexy. Oh, he looks really good. If you're watching on the video, you, you, have you just put them on? Yeah. No, he's had them on the whole time. just put my glasses on. Okay. Because you mean no, business. Like... You're gonna... Yeah, I only just put them on. Yeah. No, they blue in them. Just, they're just clear glass just so you look, you know, handsome. <laughs> Thank you. Um, yes, I, I think we went 
I'm afraid. Um, I, I've got us for 10 points this month. I've got us for uh, 13 next month, which would take us to 75. But I looked at the teams above us, and you've got Sunderland. Um, if we're going to say that someone needs to get 74 so we can get 75, well, that's got I mean. They've got to get 15 from 11, and they've got a pretty easy run in. Um, you've got Sheffield Wednesday, we've got two games in hand, so you're going to ask them to, to get 13 from 12. Um, You've you got Plymouth, you've got Wickham in the way as well. I think that's just too much traffic. I think it was just like if there was a one-horse race. And a bit like Man City and Liverpool in the Premier League at the minute, where Liverpool are getting closer and it puts a pressure on the, the next game sort of thing for the next team. But there, there's four teams in this, which I just think it's too much it's too much traffic. So it's asking a lot from those teams to go on poor runs of form and for us to take well, what I've worked out, 23 from the last, um, what was it, 12, 11, 12 games, 11 games. So I just think it's a stretch too far. But um, I like it. We're, we're, like I say, I keep saying we're, we are improving. And um, just if we can keep improving until the end of the season, I'll be a happy man. I mean, we, we move the ball so quickly. It really is enjoyable watching us at the end. So, I mean, I, I, I heart back because it's, I'm sort of comparing possession-based football to Lambert days where we'd move the ball so slowly around the back, it would just stay at the back for about God, about a minute before it actually got out. Whereas you watch us now and it's bang, 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 and into the midfield, into the wing bats, into the strider. We move the ball quickly now and little subtle things like Morsey being slightly further ahead of Evans or whoever's playing that position has just released Morsey, just... Uh, it's unbelievable how much of a better player Morsey looks under McKenna as opposed to the bloke who brought him in. So it's, it's it's all very positive. I'm a very positive man, but I just think there's just too much in the way. But God, if, if we finish a season 75 points and he's had two points per game since he's come in, I think we'll all be happy about that. I think we shall, and uh, hopefully our strikers score goals uh, by the end of the season. If not, then um, new strike force, please. Um, Liam, I saw your hand up. Did you want to add anything? No, no, I was only saying I, I put my finger up for one because Sheffield Wednesday have only got one game left because uh, they played on Tuesday. So uh, they've only got one game left in hand. Just, just, just me being pedantic. Okay, it's fine. It's fine. Um, okay, then. We're going to end the pod um, with your prediction for Fleetwood this weekend. Dazza, um, you and Mark are battling out at the moment for the top spot. Um, you've, got, you've got to say your prediction first before Mark. So, um, what, what are you going for? I don't know at the minute. I, I looked at their form and they haven't won a lot of games. But they haven't lost a lot either. They've been drawing a lot of games, Fleetwood. And in the last five games, they've only had one home game. Four of them have been away, uh, which is never easy for a small club like them. Um, and and they drew their home game. So it could be another frustrating draw. Um, but I did predict a win earlier. So I'm going to, and I'm going, which is also the kiss of death because I haven't <laughs> seen this win many times this year. Um but let's go. Let's go um, 2 0. Ipswich Town Super Blues. Not the Tractor Boys, which needs to be put in the bin. We're the Super Blues. Thank you. We um, we shall. That'd be 
one, one, one of these days, we'll have to have a massive debate on that. You know, do you like the name? Do you not like the name? But um, we'll, we'll another show, another show. Um, Mark, where are you going to go 2 0? Because let the listeners know we have a prediction league, if you didn't know already. And currently, Mark and Daz are battling out. Um, so, Daz has gone 2 0. Were you going to go that, or have you got a different prediction? I will say that the man on the shirt behind me will <laughs> give away a penalty and we will win 1 0. No, that's a, that, that deserves five bonus points. If that happens on Saturday, you should get extra points for that. Okay, Make it, get it done, Ross. Oh, yeah, why not? It's, it's on. It's on record now. Who's going to score the penalty? Oh yeah, who takes penalties now? That's a... Cha- Chaplin. Yeah, Chaplin uh, took one, didn't he? Norwood uh, probably. Norwood would. That, who took? Who took that awful one in the shootout? Was that Selena? Did Selena miss one in the shootout? Someone yeah, missed one did. really badly, horrible. didn't they? Uh, Pickett missed one. He scored one this season Pickett, as well, hasn't he? Pickett missed one, yeah. He missed one in the, against Colchester United. Yeah. Um, I think if, if Lee Evans wasn't injured, I think Lee Evans would probably step up and take one. Yeah. I'll say I'll say Chaplin will take it. But, God, you, you think, out of the four strikers, who do you want to take a penalty? Like, it's like you give them a golden opportunity to get their goal. I, I wouldn't pick any of them like, at the Definitely minute to put Norwood. it in the net. Norwood, Norwood, no yeah. way. No, uh, no, Jackson, Jackson took one at Fleetwood last time. The fans yeah. went there and missed, didn't they? Oh, that uh, was yeah. No, that wasn't that. Pick, that was Norwood's penalty, wasn't it? It was terrible. No, Jackson missed. I think I'm pretty yeah. sure it was Jackson. Yeah, he it didn't even hit the target. Fans, he scored, yeah. didn't he? He scored on the follow-up, follow-up to a free kick. Yeah. And then Piggott's missed his last one, so I wouldn't let him take it. Have a look, uh, and then and then Bon, come on, just, just a twelve yards, hit the <laughs> bloody target. Did, did you oh. just talking about penalties? Did you watch the cup final at the weekend? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you? I can't remember the guy's name now, but he did the little Palenka. Palenka. Yeah. I mean, unbelievable balls, unbelievable yeah. Wembley. Yeah. The second penalty, you cannot miss. Just to go up there and stroke it in. That was just amazing. amazing. Oh, wow. Well, Kepa just, yeah, blasts it. <laughs> Comes yeah. on to win penalties for Chelsea. And then, yeah. Um, it's just town podcast. Uh, Liam, prediction oh. for Fleetwood. <laughs> uh, I was going to say 1-0, but now that I've kind of convinced myself that it'll probably be a draw on Saturday, I'm going to say 1-1. Um, I'm not going to say 0-0 because I don't want to be that person. But I think there will be goals. So I think it'll be another 1-1. Um, I'm going going with that. Um, but I, I just, just Mark talking about the strikers and who could take the penalty. I just had visions of uh, Macaulay Bond, um, like uh, that bloke in Mike Bassett, um, who when they go to that German uh, training camp, <laughs> and he, he gets put in the ball to be the ball <laughs> and then gets like <laughs> gets even more psychologically damaged from it. I've just got that going through my head now with <sighs> Macaulay Bond with not scoring with only scoring one in twenty faced with a penalty from twelve yards. <laughs> oh, just oh it's it's, it's worse. You can it's see it happening now. Yeah. I don't know why I said it. That was just, that's all I can think of. 
down to you now. It's down to you. Um, okay, Brad, wrap it all up. Um, are we going to get all three points or are we going to see another draw up in Lancashire? Well, Fleetwood get up for big games, don't they? This is the only thing that interests them. They're normally just middle middle table. Um, don't really care if they go up or down. It seems, well, obviously, obviously, they care if they do, but they, they just always seem to finish lower lower mid-table. And um, the only thing to get up for for this last remaining bit of the season is these big games. I don't think they'll go down. So I don't think the pressure's on that massively. But I think we'll come away with a win. I think we'll win 1-0. Um, and I think we'll take... It's like we have to take an early lead, isn't it? Like in, in these games that we have won, we've got early early leads and then we've controlled it. Um, we, we can't seem to get a goal in the second half. We've got to win a game. I'm sure we probably did. I don't know, two weeks ago, I'll probably be reminded that um, I, I think we'll get an early goal and see it out comfortably because we, we keep the ball so well and don't, don't let the other team have it. Um, I would say don't give Danny Andrew any free kicks because he is lethal. Um, but that's, that's probably my only only notes on Fleetwood uh, as such. <laughs> oh, Mark's got his revision for Fleetwood. Any other notes you want to mention, Mark? Um, well, obviously, Jay Matete isn't there anymore. He impressed us very much so down at Portman Road. Nor is Callum Morton. He's also departed. Um, I think they're holding a lot of hopes for a young lad called Paddy Lane. Um, but I think he got injured the other day. So it is the old the old guard, really. You've got Toto. Joe Garner oh, Gar- got sent off, didn't they? they got yeah. fighting, yeah. didn't they? Um, yeah. You've got Ellis Harrison there. Um you know, will they come back to haunt us? I'm sure Paul Hurst might do a little fist pump if they do and get his own back. But um, no, it's that's probably about it. Um, enjoy it for the people that are going. It's quite a fun little ground. Um, interesting part of the world. I'll, I'll be kind and say that. But, um, <laughs> um, but yeah, um, hopefully we bounce back. Alan Partridge. We, um, no as always, Browns. yes, tell me, I love Tanner Browns. Um, any other business, Dazza? Uh, no, not from me. Not from me. It's just, yeah, you wish everyone a safe journey. Who's coming up to, uh, coming up to Fleetwood on Saturday? I'll be there with my son and uh, every all of these good fellows that are going. And um, fingers crossed for a good ref, and um, mm. not too much time wasting and shithousery from the other team. And someone to remember how to score. When you see him in the warm-up, they're awesome. You know, McCauley, McCauley Bond just smashes him in the corner every time, every single time. Piggott seems to miss, though, even in the warm-ups. Piggott can't hit the target. So, uh, anyway, that's it. Safe travels to everyone. Hopefully the pies are good, you know. Yes. Always always an important thing. But, uh, Let us know. Let us know. Yeah. Let Take us care, know, everyone. Yes. Um, Mark, any other business? Um I meant to say this earlier. It's only now just sprung to my mind. They said any other business, so obviously perfect time for it. But um, obviously, footballers this year have been caught up in some despicable acts of humanity. Um, it's very, I'm very proud to say that Bursant Senior is our player, and with all that's going on in the world, him offering his property to those fleeing Ukraine, it's a bloody great bit of, you know, just common decency from someone who doesn't have to do that and you know often they're seen as role models and that's exactly what he's being so 
Well done, Bursant. You are a very good human being. Yeah, good point. Good point. Good old Sam. Um, Liam, any other business? Um, question to Daza, who was giving me a little uh, history lesson about his trainers on Saturday. Are you going to be wearing the trainers to Fleetwood? Because you haven't got a win with them on yet. Well, I'm going to persevere. I'm going to persevere. But I have committed that if we lose, I'll burn them. So, um, which will be a bit of a waste of, of some Adidas superstars, basically, is what I bought in, in Ipswich blue and white. And um, but I've worn them to three games now since Christmas, and uh, we've drawn two and lost one, I think, or lost two and one, drawn one or something. So, haven't seen us winning them yet. So, um, it could be the shoes or it could be the players. So, we'll we'll. we'll <laughs> We'll take one out of the equation. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I do hold a lot of weight in superstition and stuff. So uh, I have like socks and different coloured pants and everything. That every, I have a proper, like, uniform that I wear for games. So uh, <laughs> I'm very anal. I'm, I'm the same as you, Dazzle. You say again? Well, yeah, I'm the same as you. Yeah, I, I actually have lucky pants, which have now got holes in. I wear underneath another pair of pants. So that is <laughs> it's, yeah. important. it's important. They need the skin, so they need the, the skin contact. If they oh. don't have the skin contact, there's no they're not lucky. There's not, yeah. like, they're not lucky. <laughs> yeah. That'd be interesting to hear what the, from in the comments on YouTube. That's what YouTubers say, right? Leave your comments below. Tell us what your superstitions are before the game. Yeah. We'd love to hear right. them. We read them all. Yeah. We do. Um, and Brad. You chucked in there, but um, any other business from you? Uh, yeah, uh, my superstition is a hot dog from a hot sausage company every time I go to a switch before a game. And also, I feel that we should sign Macaulay one, 100%. I've seen a lot of talk about um, not being keen on signing him. I know we want him to score the goals. I know we do. But like Mark has said, he keeps getting in those positions. And the, the chance that he had at Morecambe, he peels off his man there and he makes that chance happen and he's he's such a bloody good player link wise he's better than any other player in that in that um position but in our squad he just needs goals and i think if you get him here in the summer and you get him settled and you, you get him happy because he, he's probably still got on his mind that he's going back to qpr in the summer and he doesn't really know where he's going to be so i i really do want us to sign him and have another striker come in with him who can take the burden off him um but I absolutely 100% want to sign Macaulay Bond. I know it is a fact that he's a, he's a fan. It does sort of um, sort of influence my decision on that. But I think he's a bloody good player as well. And reminds me a bit of Daryl Murphy in the 14-15 season, apart from the goals, of course, but where he he does everything. He runs with channels. He'll hold the ball up. He's strong. His first mm. touch is brilliant. So yeah, Rumour has I, it he's, he's one of our own. I hear yeah, the and the road. So there you go. I, I, I am secretly in love with it. It's not a secret, but there you go. We need to find his Kevin Phillips. He's kind of like Niall, yeah, Niall Quinn. We need to find the Kevin Phillips to his Niall Quinn. Yeah. So I think he is our most complete striker. I'd like to see he is our most complete striker. Yeah. I'd, I'd, like to, I'd like to see Chaplin up front too. Because this is a bloody good finisher, isn't it, Connor? Yeah, yeah they, were, they were talking about that on the main pod. Mike and Mark were talking about that, weren't they? I think um, Mike was saying that, you know, or Mark was saying that Chaplin 
sort of has played as a striker at other clubs, which I didn't know. So, um, but the boy can finish, can't he? It was you, is it, Ross? Was uh, it was it was Mark who said it probably on on that video, but I said it on the main pod. So just just did you? Just oh, I haven't had time to listen to that yet. It's fine. It's fine. It's it's, it's a easily for stat you can find, but um, you know he can I, score goals, kind of Chaplin. He scored for Barnsley, you know, part of that playoffs, you know, season. But then, he, got, well, he must be our third. He's on nine, I think. Yeah. Isn't he nine skills so far? And he, um, he only starts one, one game of the other, doesn't he? So that's a bloody good record. Yeah. There the score, please, on the weekend. We've sold, we've sold it. <laughs> we've sold it. Bottom chat, up front. Bottom chat, up front. There we go. Um, all we want is just a goal. Someone just score a goal, please. Um, and from a set piece as well, from a corner. Because um, as I said, we haven't seen It'd be nice to see Fridge or Wolfie get a goal. Or even JD. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, does it count? Yeah, One of our strikers still haven't scored. Or in, or in their uh, repeat of the women's game on Sunday, uh, Walton comes up and scores a last minute, <laughs> last minute header from a corner. <laughs> oh, yeah, but don't remind me that happened. Do not remind me. Um, I had to rewrite I... that whole article. <laughs> I know, my friend. I know. How the hell um, that just on the outside? You had JD chance at the end. How on earth did that not go in? Oh, straight to the keeper. That, that keeper is technically one of the worst goalkeepers I've seen this year. He right? couldn't kick, could he? He couldn't he kick. Could it. It. He could hardly catch it. He was technically awful as a goalkeeper. But the most important thing that you do as a goalkeeper is you just find a way of stopping it and blocking it. And he kept doing it, you know. So, um, yeah, he, uh, it, I mean, I, I I think he was like two foot away from him by the time the cross came in. But um, yeah, we couldn't believe it. I mean, we were, we were right behind it. And it was like, yeah. what? what? Yeah. Well, hopefully, mm. hopefully the Fleetwood keeper won't have a game of his life too um, going into this game. Um, but anyway, Deza, Mark, Liam, Brad, it's been a pleasure as always. Hopefully he's enjoyed listening. Um, of course, we've got to shout out our sponsors at Manscaped. Use the code KOA. You're 20% off and free delivery at manscaped.com. Uh, say trip if you're heading to Fleetwood this weekend. If you're listening right now on your way to Fleetwood, hope you're having a good trip. Um, of course, follow the game with Andy and Stu on our website. And of course, we'll bring you more podcasts, more videos, and all that sort of stuff. So, um, yeah, I'm going to shut now. Um, and goodbye for now. Bye. From true crime to football, Brexit to Postal. For more great podcasts from Archon, head to audioboom.com slash channel slash Archon.